Hey everyone, welcome to today's podcast. We're gonna talk about how to lose weight in social situations uh, because in honor of 4th of July, right? There's a good chance that you might be going to some barbecues or some social situations. And so what do you do in those uh, when you're looking to lose weight? And there's really kind of two ways you can approach this in my opinion. And um, they both have their pros and their cons, right? So the first way, and I think this is what a lot of people try to do is they wanna eat better in those situations. Fair enough, okay? Because the alternative I'll let you know is to really kind of let yourself enjoy it more, right? Um, so we're gonna kind of cover both of those. And so if you wanna stay on track on plan when you go into social situations, uh, it's important that you have some strategy for it because what a lot of times happens is we have past history of being in social situations where we overate. And so you have to understand your brain does what it did. And so if in the past you've been in social situations, gone to barbecues, 4th of July picnics, and you've way overeaten, there's a good chance you're gonna do the same thing again, unless you kind of prepare yourself to act differently. And so that's the first step, right? So I'm gonna give you some specific strategies, but again, the first approach to eating better in a social situation is not to just say, not to just like accept, oh, because I've overeaten the last 10 years, that means I'm gonna do it tomorrow or, or whatever, I'm gonna to go to it. Um, we begin to ask the question, how can I go into that situation have more control easily? That's the question we wanna ask. And we always start with the ideal question because it trains our brain to look for that answer. And so again, whether we have that answer right now or not is irrelevant. We wanna to get to it. We wanna know ideally the ultimate goal here, how can I go to a picnic and enjoy myself more than I ever have and still be on track with my calories and, and what I wanna achieve weight wise, okay? So that starts with that question. You'll be allowed to, you know, would that question come up with your own solutions and strategies? But let me give you a couple strategies anyways that can help you and maybe kind of, you know, trigger your, your thought process as well. So the first thing we wanna do is when we go into a social situation, the main thing we look into control is your hunger. You know, if you're walking that situation really hungry with lots of different foods that you like to eat, uh, good luck, right? And if there's alcohol, right? No way. So the first thing we gotta do is we gotta manage your hunger. And so you do not wanna walk in there being really hungry. You think of the hunger scale, zero to 10, 10 stuff, zero starving. You wanna get yourself, you wanna walk into that place. Again, this is up to you. But you know, if you really wanna be in control of your eating, you probably wanna walk in there on a level six, seven, you know, um, hunger. So, you, so you're pretty satisfied. And now you're walking in there and you're way more in control of your eating. Uh, so how do you do that, right? Obviously, what I would suggest is before an hour before you go in there, eat some really healthy food, right? Have a big salad, uh, you know, cook some vegetables, have some oatmeal, whatever it is you like that's healthy, eat some of that, you know, before you go into the situation. Um, along that same path is to drink some water before you go in there and to have water the whole time, okay? So intentionally know that you wanna drink a couple glasses of water. Uh, it fills your stomach up, and it just gives you something else to do, something else you put in your mouth um, other than food. So that can be really helpful as well. Uh, another strategy, and again, it's all built on not being hungry. That, that's the number one thing by a mile uh, because if you're really hungry, again, just it's so difficult you know, with all that food around. So assuming you've got a, a decent level, you're, you're relatively satisfied, the next goal becomes that you can do the, the one in one routine I like to do. So I'll, I'll eat some chips or I'll have a burger, but then I'm gonna eat something healthy. There's usually some healthier option. What are the healthier option is there? So I'll have some of the unhealthy food, but then I'm gonna equal it off with something healthy. And then you can do the one too, and then I'll have some water as well. And so what you're doing is you're kind of balancing the whole thing out. 
And this is more comfortable because again, what we don't want to do is we don't want to walk into that situation saying, oh, I'm going to go on my diet. I'm going to go to this situation. I'm not going to break anything. You go in hungry and then you try not eat anything. And that's a very un, you know, ineffective strategy typically. So again, we want to make this manageable, easy, comfortable. And so, so that's how you do it. So, so that's if you want to uh, stay on track. Now, the other alternative, and I want to put this out there, is that you have the option of letting this become a pleasure day, right? So what does that mean? When I talk about pleasure eating, we're not just like, you know, go free for all or just like stuff ourselves silly. We're kind of like looking to enjoy ourselves as much as possible. And if you really look at what that means, that doesn't mean eating as much food as you possibly can. It's enjoying the food as much as you possibly can with as little negative consequence following as possible. So we want the most pleasurable experience we can have. And so that does involve eating the food and maybe letting go of the calorie numbers in that moment. Um, but also understand we're not going absolutely wild with things. And most importantly, we make a deal with ourselves that, yes, I'm going to enjoy the food, but I have to pay attention to what the consequences 10 minutes after I finish eating. I'm going to be aware. I'm going to use this, this eating, this pleasure eating of what I want, and I'm going to enjoy myself, but I'm also going to utilize and get the most value out of it by really recognizing what the impact of those foods and that eating is on my body physically, mentally, and emotionally. Okay, really important as well. And the philosophy here, again, there's a mindset behind this approach, which is that when we wanna lose weight, sometimes we just get in this all or nothing mentality, but a longer term strategy is to realize that really what we're after here is the ability to eat the foods we really love at the weight and in the body we wanna live in. And the way you do that is by changing, obviously, the way you're consuming food regularly. But part of it is really, really making the primary focus of your weight loss pleasure-based eating. You know, again, we're doing it less. In the program self demand, we have the 5-2 model, right? Five days clean eating, two days of pleasure. But you can, you know, if all of a sudden the 4th of July is happening, you go to a picnic, that can become a pleasure day. And strategically, that is there because we're telling our mind we can lose weight and enjoy the, the our favorite foods. Again, we're going to compress that pleasurable eating to a couple days or, or a day or whatever, um, but we're still always going to have it, and that's very important. And so that makes it easier a lot of times to kind of make us deal with ourselves this agreement that I'll, I'll have the pleasure eating days and I will eat and I will enjoy myself guilt free. I'll really enjoy the food, but then I will get back on track and I will eat clean. And again, the ultimate goal getting to be that I'm gonna be able to eat that way and live at my goal weight. And so we send a much more compelling message to our subconscious mind that the ultimate goal here is again, to eat the foods we love the most and enjoy more than we ever have because we're eating them in a healthy body at our natural weight, feeling really good about ourselves, okay? So you got two strategies uh, to use. And um, you know, if, if you decide to go in, I'll give us one third one. If you tend to go in there and you say you wanna stay in control and you end up totally just you know eating everything you know in sight, um, again, utilize that and connect to the feeling afterwards. How, what's the consequence of eating that way? How does it feel afterwards mentally, emotionally, physically? What's the internal dialogue? What are you saying to yourself? How do you feel physically and emotionally? Okay, so utilize. If you do end up overeating, it's not the end of the world. Just learn from it and connect to that feeling at the end of it and then just restart You know, as quickly as you can. Okay, so I hope all this helps you out. If you do have any picnics or social things you're going to, have a great time. Uh, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask. I will uh, do my best to answer them. Amara, shame is the whoop, shame is the biggest thing that hold me back from eating in front of others. Okay, yeah, um, you know I get that. It's it's that happens a lot. I mean, you know, it's like it's like that sometimes. You know, that 
that's such a classic thing. Someone who's over overweight, you know, they won't eat in social situations. And then people say, well, I don't understand. You know, like, like they never eat. I never see them eat. You know, and then people that are that are at their goal weight, they're in social situations eating everything. So I don't understand. They eat everything and then never lose weight. But it's like, you'll see me like at a, I'll be at a picnic tomorrow, at a party tomorrow, and I'll be eating. And I'm like, geez, I don't, how does he, how does he stay so thin? Well, because that one day doesn't mean shit. <laughs> you know, that one day is one day. Um, what I'm focused on is, is the majority of the days, you know? And so it's important to understand that. But yeah, I get it. I mean, yeah, shame when you feel bad about your weight and other people around, you don't want to eat. Um, but again, you know, like what I just kind of finished off on is we really want to get out of that. We want to get out of the shame cycle and get it to a place where you can, you know, like again, hear what I'm saying. This is such a weird way to approach weight loss. But it's like if, yeah, you want to lose weight. And I know that. But we want to add more motivation to it. And one of the motivations you can add that can, can be very compelling is that I want to get the most enjoyment out of food I can possibly get. So you're always trying to restrict that, right? You're always, I can't enjoy the food as much. I got to lose weight. I got deprivation. But I say flip that around. If you make the main focus for you, I want to enjoy the food as much as I possibly can. And you really think about that because how do you enjoy the food more than... I, see, people look at me and they say, oh, you don't even enjoy food. I could never live like that. It's boring. Da, 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 da. And I don't agree with that because I eat stuff that I like. You know, I'll eat ice cream, cookies, cakes. I, I eat all the stuff. But when I eat it, there is not a shred of guilt, shame, you know, frustration with myself. There's none of that because I'm, I'm, I've mastered all this, you know. So I know I can eat this and 100% enjoy it, and know that I, I'll be right back on track. It's not going to affect my weight. It's not going to affect how I feel. And to me, that's the highest level. That's the most pleasure you can get out of food. So I don't know, buy into that or don't. But but that's what I think. Um, so I feel bad for that, Mar. I, I I don't like. It sucks when you feel that way, you know. And so use that shame. I'd let go of it, you know what I mean, as best you can. I, I can't get into all the details of how to do that now, but let that be part of your weight loss goal, you know, to you know, to not feel the shame. And again, it's important when you, well, I will tell you this, that when we want to, say we feel shame about our weight, it's important that we don't frame the goal as, I want to stop feeling ashamed of myself. That's a fine place to start, but your subconscious mind does not understand negatives. And so it's important that you find the opposite of that word, right? So for you, and again, you have to figure out what that word is for you, but instead of shame, what's the opposite of shame? I mean, there's love, right? Let's, I'm kind of curious. Let's, uh, antonym of shame. It's the opposite. Approval, mean, respect, pride, esteem. Yeah. So esteem. You. So so that's what I mean, though. It's like you don't want to. It's fine place to start. I don't want to feel ashamed of my body anymore. Fine. That's a fine place to start. But you do not want the whole time of your weight loss journey being. I don't want to feel ashamed of my body. I don't want to feel ashamed of my body because your subconscious mind doesn't understand that. If I tell you don't think about a banana, what are you thinking about? You see. So you think I don't want to feel ashamed of my body. You're tapping into that feeling. And so I'd much rather say, I want to be proud of my body. I want to feel pride about my body. I want to feel, you know, comfortable and respect for my body. You know, whatever words resonate with you most, but make it about what you want to feel and let that be part of the, the motivation for you. Um, hey, Miss Independent, how you doing? Steve says you're going you're gonna to Taco Bell. I don't know what that means. Uh, Ciara, can I eat a lox and bagel? Can I eat a lox bagel right now? <laughs> Probably. If you got teeth, I suppose proud yeah proud proud joy yep yep yeah sure um yeah proud you got a shot <laughs> i never look up antonyms uh yeah pride right pride's a good one so um that's such an important piece that i always get into that in terms of motivation you know 
dieters typically are really shitty at motivating themselves, you know, uh, to lose weight and uh, get themselves inspired, which is usually the first challenge people have. Uh, but a lot of it comes down to the words you use and, and what you're literally moving towards. Because a lot of people's weight loss goal, like, like technically, is them not wanting to be whatever, not wanting to be overweight, not wanting to be an overeat, not want to feel ashamed. It's all about what you don't want. I got to stop eating ice cream. I got to stop eating cookies. You know, it's all about what you have to stop doing and don't want to be. And your mind is not designed to get really motivated by not having stuff, <laughs> you know, like it just it doesn't work that way. So your mind is much more motivated by having things. I want to be X amount. It's even the weight loss goal. Instead of saying I want to lose X amount of pounds, you say I want to be X amount of pounds because I want to lose X amount of pounds makes you reference your overweight body. Saying I want to be X amount of pounds makes you imagine yourself at the weight you want to be. And there's a lot more context to that. And so, um, yeah, the language is so important. I mean, when it comes to, you know, I'm a hypnotist, so I deal with the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is extremely literal. And so the words you use are very, very important and they need to be very accurate. And once you start using the right words and the accurate thinking, uh, it, it just, it makes the whole process a lot easier, uh, makes it go a lot better. So that's always important. But uh, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what you're up to. It's, it's a funny day, right? Friday, it's a weird week. I mean, like 4th of July on a Tuesday is strange, right? Because I guess the holiday is literally on Tuesday. So it's kind of a, it's kind of a weird one, right? Um, it feels that way to me anyways. So uh, I hope everyone's having a nice, a nice weekend. If you're in the U.S. and you're getting ready to celebrate that, so it's not not a time to think about weight loss for most people. Uh, but I'm here nonetheless. <laughs> I'm thinking about it every day, every day. I don't care what day it is. Um, but there's, there's there's ebbs and flows to the whole thing too. You know what I mean? So I think I think it's important to honor that. I, I think the diet mindset is so broken, anyways. But I'll see people want to lose weight, and it's like they're going to go into the holiday part. You know, even if it's just fourth of July, they're just trying to be so strict. And what ends up happening is the quality of life starts to go down with that approach. And I think, I'm not saying it's easy, you know, but it's, I think it's much more natural and long lasting to have these ebbs and flows, you know, within your eating and within your weight, um, you know, depending on the year and all the rest of it to, to some degree, you know. And so uh, I, I'm not a big fan of like being every day is the same. You know, I'm not a big fan of that, but anyways, user says I've lost 30 pounds and now I'm at a plateau. Any recommendations? Yeah. What I always say with people with the plateau is it really becomes a mindset thing, right? And th this is your opportunity. Um, anytime you hit a plateau, it's an opportunity for you to practice your maintenance, really, really optimize your maintenance plan. Because again, the goal is not to lose weight. It's to live at your goal weight. And so every time you plateau, it's an opportunity for you to really master your maintenance. And what I'm talking about specifically is you really get to reflect on your plan because what a lot of people do is they trade the pleasure of the food for the pleasure of the scale going down. But at some point, the scale stops going down. And so when you hit a plateau, it's a good opportunity to play with that because if what you're doing to lose the weight is miserable and the only way you're able to keep it up is because you get to see that scale go down and as soon as the scale stops going down, you feel like, oh shit, I can't keep this. This sucks. Like that, that's a red flag. Because again, we're, we're not interested in the weight loss. Because How long do you want to keep the weight off for? Okay, so at some point you get to that weight and the weight stops coming off and you're at a plateau, right? The ultimate plateau, think of it that way. Um, but in order to get to that ultimate plateau, you need to get comfortable with the, the mini plateaus along the way. And again, you don't know. When, when you hit a plateau, it could be your body adjusting. You could, so you, when I hit a plateau, it's like I want to do the same stuff and I want to do the same thing. And now I'm saying, okay, I'm going to focus on making doing the same thing easier and more comfortable for me. I'm optimizing that. 
And then I'll do that for a couple of weeks, a month, and then I'll notice what the weight impact was. And, you know, if my body just needs to adjust and the weight starts going down, cool. Um, if the weight stays the same, well, now I've been doing the same thing, so now I know even better, well, what can I tweak? You know, the, the, more, the more kind of structured you get, the more comfortable you get with acting that new way, now you can look at it strategically and say, okay, I'm going to cut some more calories out. I'm going to do this. Okay, so don't worry about plateaus. Again, take it on as, a, as a, an opportunity to practice your maintenance. Um, is losing the last 10, 20 pounds worth it if it is too hard for me at the moment? That's, now that is a very enlightened question in my opinion. And I will give you my goal weight spiel um, that I always like to use. Because I think a lot of people, their goal weight that they pick really doesn't have much meaning. And I say this to you after having done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions over the last 20 years. And what I have found consistently, people that have invested tens of thousands of dollars with me, I say, what do you want to weigh? And they give me a number. And I say, why do you want to weigh that? And they go, because uh, that's what I weigh when I was 18. Uh, that's what I weigh when I got married. <laughs> it was like, why'd you pick that? Oh, that's what the BMI chart said. You know. So right off the bat, most people have a very, what the goal weight they're choosing, it doesn't have much meaning to them. It's just kind of some arbitrary number that they just, kind of picked, you know, for no real good reason. And that's your first challenge, right? Because having having meaning there, having like a good reason does a lot of heavy lifting. Once you're really truly congruent and motivated to be at your goal weight, everything else becomes way easier. And and you'd be shocked. I mean, you just I would have never thought this. It's hard to believe that most people's goal weight they either they don't believe they can achieve it, they don't really think it's going to it's not going to be that much better. They've been there before, it wasn't that great. And so they're just picking this number that doesn't have much meaning to it, you know? And so what I would suggest, to get, in order to get to the, the best ideal goal weight for yourself, is you want to pick the goal weight that gives you the best quality of life, okay? So we're reframing it. We're giving it more meaning. It's not just about a number on a scale, a size on the tag of your clothes. It's about how you feel, the quality of your life. And now we have to go, we say, okay, if it's going to be the quality of my life, well, now we got to take the other side of the equation into account. No one ever does this. A lot of people just pick their weight as if it lives in a vacuum. They just pick a low weight. Now you have to understand that in order to achieve whatever weight you pick, you've got to change your eating and living. You have to live and eat differently in order to achieve that weight. And a lot of people pick a weight that they're not willing to eat and live that way. And you see how this becomes incongruent, right? I, I'll, I'll give you the examples. I say this all the time just to prove the point. Because this is the record. I, I've seen it. It's, it's ridiculous a lot of times. This one I thought was the most ridiculous. I remember I had a client and she goes, I got my goal weight. And I said, okay, when's the last time you weighed that? And she goes, seventh grade. I said, seventh, seventh grade? I, you know, this is a 40-year-old woman. I said, how old were you? She was 12 years old. I said, you want to weigh what you weighed when you were 12 years old? I, I guess that, that's the goal. But like, what would you have to do to achieve that? And what she had to do was extreme. And so, so, so it's like that goal weight was setting her up to have a shitty quality of life. And she's not going to do that. She's not going to have a shitty quality of life. None of us are. Do you understand? The weight in and of itself doesn't make you happy. You're living a life in order to achieve that weight. So there's got to be a balance there. You're looking for the best return on investment, basically. Which weight and way of living and eating gives me the best quality of life? I hope that makes sense. And so that cut gets, that's kind of the background of answering that question. Is losing the last 10 to 20 pounds worth it? Well, that's completely up to you. Because if we're referencing BMI charts, which I think is helpful, when we talk about normal weight and overweight range, 
they're very similar health-wise. When you start getting the obesity range, now we got you know health issues that are correlated with that. But normal weight, overweight, that really comes down to your activity level, health-wise. Okay, and so then weight-wise, it just becomes a preference. And is it is it worth it? That's up to you. What do you have to do to lose that 10, 20 pounds, right? And so there's nothing wrong with saying it's not worth it to me. Because I'll tell you, I did this. I dropped 50 pounds over 30 years ago, and I've maintained that same weight, except for I one blip about 12 years ago. My son was born. We moved into a new house, redid the whole thing. I run my business, just exhausted, all the rest of it. And I put almost 25 pounds on. And I... You know, I kind of reflected on things and I, I took off 15 pounds of it, but I added 10 pounds to my goal weight. Why? Because in that situation where I was so overextended with other areas of my life, uh, to live at that original goal weight would have lowered my quality of life. It, was, it, was, it would have taken too much focus, too much energy. And so I raised my goal weight for that period of life. And since then, things kind of mellowed out again. Now I brought my goal weight back to where it was originally. But I would have had no problem with my goal weight being 10 pounds. 10 pounds makes no difference on my health. Um, I just, I, I like being lighter. I, I, I just like it, but, uh, so it's just a preference you see, but I would say, you know, again, think about it. Even when you come to this question, you have no context to make that decision. And, and that's where a lot of people find themselves. And if you don't really know why you have that goal weight you're choosing, you're just, you know what I mean? You're, 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 you're rowing with one paddle. Like you're just, you're, you're at such a disadvantage. You're at such a disadvantage. I was to be honest. I mean, your mindset's all backwards and all the rest of it, but which reminds me. So, so listen, if you're, if you're not in my world, go to my bio and TikTok, click that link and go get your hypnosis session. It's free. Um, and then I bring, I, I show you a training, three steps to master your weight. And then you get on my email list. And I email you positive and coaching, supporting stuff every day. Um, you should get in there because if you're, if you're serious about losing weight, if you really want to lose weight, you got to recognize you have a, you think like a dieter, you've got a dieter's mindset and the number one thing affecting your weight is your mindset. You need to change it. And that's what I help people do. Um, with my program, program yourself then. Um, but I help you for free as well. You know what I mean? you watch my videos, listen to my podcast, which is program yourself then, um, do all that. Okay. Um, so can you drink alcohol and still lose weight? I've heard it affects, it alters metabolism and, and deters weight loss. Well, you know, I mean, it certainly isn't going to help uh, help you lose weight. Yeah, it impacts your metabolism. Probably more importantly, it impacts your hunger. Uh, usually negatively makes you hungrier. It certainly it lowers your inhibitions in your executive function, your ability to say no to the unhealthy stuff. So it, it's certainly not a helpful thing. Um, however, if you do it strategically, I drank the whole time and lost weight, um, but I, I changed how I drank, you know? And, and so I, I really... My, my, as much as I've mastered my weight, I've mastered my alcohol consumption. I, I would say I used to have a real problem binge drinking, like a real problem. Um, and I've been able to fix that, you know, and I, I have a very healthy relationship with alcohol right now, you know, um, and I'm happy where I'm at, you know, at some point I might stop it completely, but for right now I'm comfortable with where I'm at. I, I like it. So you can always listen. Ultimately, I always say this, there's no right or wrong is only what works for you. And so I've seen people lose weight in every way conceivable. So I never, I almost never say, oh, you, no, that's not going to work. You know, it really comes down. I, I think what's more important than anything in terms of your weight loss is being congruent. And what I mean by that is that your goal is con like, I, like, again, this comes back to the goal weight thing. Like when you have real, so why do I want to weigh my goal? Let me, I'll give you some context. Why do I want to be X amount of pounds? It's not because I want to look a certain way. Like, I really don't give a shit. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm married. I, I got my family. I, I just, 
what do I give a shit? I, I just don't care, really. I mean, I like looking a certain way, so I'm not gonna say it doesn't mean anything. Eh, I just, it's not that big of a motivator for me. What is a big motivator for me is that my dad died at 54 of a heart attack. And so for me, weight lifestyle is directly linked to longevity. That's how I think of it. And so my main goal is I, I, I believe in my heart, whether this is real or not, I read this 30 years ago. They did a study with mice and the, they underfed some mice and they lived a lot longer than the overfed ones. You know, is that study real? Not really more. I don't know, but I kind of, it just hit me. I, I was susceptible to that because what happened to my dad. And so I've always bought into the idea that me being lighter is better for my longevity. And I want to live as long as I possibly can do everything to support that. And so my goal weight has so much more meaning behind it. You see, and I've, I've, there's a lot more meaning than that, but I'm just giving you one example. I could talk for hours about the reasons I want to live at my goal weight. I've got a million reasons that are very compelling to me. You probably don't. <laughs> you probably just hate being overweight. I hate being fat. I hate how I look in pictures. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's such a shitty goal. You know what I mean? It's just weak. Listen, you're a smart, intelligent person. Why can't you lose the weight? You know, it's not that you can't lose it. It's that you're doing it all ass backwards. You're, you're doing like a dieter. You think all you need is the next plan. You, what, just some new diet. This one tells you, oh, don't eat for 17 hours. Oh, you, you don't eat for 14 hours. Then you half eat for three hours. Then you don't eat for four. You know what I mean? Like, it, like you know, it's, it's always these, these tactics that come at you and you think it's going to change everything. When in reality, it's always your mindset. It's how you think about yourself primarily. You know, it's how you motivate yourself, how you deal with your habits, um, how you think, how you deal with your emotions, your maintenance strategies, you know, all, all this stuff and then how you're living. And so there's a lot more to it, but, um, yeah. So, so anyways, that, that, that's not probably a very, you know, satisfying answer, Sherry, but that, that's, it, it kind of depends. You, you can do anything you want kind of, but it doesn't make it easier. Um, Lizzie Grant, how can I choose my goal weight? Yeah, again, just real quick, I don't know if you were here for this, but but just choose the weight that gives you the best quality of life and realize whatever goal weight you pick, you've got to live and eat a certain way to achieve that and maintain it. So take that into account. Don't just pick some, you know, people, like with money, I want to be a billionaire. Oh, you want to work that hard? No, but I want to be a billionaire. Okay. <laughs> and that's what most people like with their weight. I want to weigh this. Are you willing to do all that stuff to do that? No, but I want to weigh this. Well, okay. But I mean, what, do we, what are we talking about here then? Do you know what I mean? It's just... And that's why I find a lot of people at, to be honest, they just keep, they just keep saying the same number. Oh, that's what I weighed when I was 18. Well, who gives a fuck? You're 50 years old now. And you've tried for, for 30 years, you've been trying to weigh that again. It doesn't work. Why, why do you think that's a motivating number? Like, you know what I mean? Like reflect on that folks. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. Like if you don't feel any motivation, you think something's wrong with you instead of thinking something's wrong with the process you're running. And you are running a process. You don't realize it because you've been in, you've literally been like programmed by the diets. You've seen millions of diet ads in your life. You think like a dieter. And that, that is what keeps you stuck more than anything else. More than your metabolism, your hormones, your insulin resistance, all of it. All of it is your mindset. Um, so yeah, choose the, choose the goal weight that gives you the best quality of life. I'm just starting dieting. Should I get in the scale once a week? Um, I mean, you should probably just stop dieting now. <laughs> hey, what's up, Don? Yeah, lunchtime at gym. I love that. Um, yeah, Kathleen, I'm not, I'm not trying to be obnoxious, but I mean, I just started dieting. What does that even mean, first of all? 
let's if you want to get into this, I'd love to get into this because what, like this is what I mean. Like, listen, humans, we just operate on autopilot. We just we're subconscious, right? We have a conscious mind, a subconscious mind. The conscious part of your mind is the logical, rational part of your mind. It's where your willpower is. It's a part of you that knows you should lose weight, wants you to lose weight, knows what you should do to lose weight, tries to get you to do it. Your subconscious mind is the part of you that runs all your habitual thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. And the big difference between the two is that your subconscious mind is not logical. Your conscious mind is very logical and rational. If it, it would be like, to, to, if you were just purely a conscious mind person, you would be like a robot. You could just type in what you were going to eat. And you knew the reasons why, and you would just do it because you knew it was good for you, right? But every time you go and you try to eat better, what happens? There's some party that compels you to eat the wrong thing, right? Well, what, what's going on? Well, that's your subconscious mind, and it's just linked things together. Notice you eat the wrong things at the right at all the same times. All of a sudden, eight o'clock comes, and now you think about eating ice cream on the sofa. Oh, it's dinner time. Let's go McDonald's and you know get the thing. So it's like you run in patterns. You have programs there. Our eating is an automated behavior. Like if I asked you, like you think you know how to write with your hand, you think that, right? Because you can write letters and paragraphs and all the rest of it. But if you knew how to write with your hand, why can't you do it with the other hand then? You know how to do it, right? Because you don't know how to write. You, your subconscious mind knows how to write. And you just get the hell out of the way. You come up with the thoughts and your hand just writes it out, okay? And your eating's the same thing. Your eating is all subconscious. It's all automated. And what you're trying to do when you go on a diet is you're trying to use your conscious mind, your willpower. Now, anatomically, your conscious mind, your prefrontal cortex, it's about 10% of your brain anatomically. Your subconscious mind's 90% of it. And every time you go on a diet, you try and use your conscious willpower to fight against your subconscious programming. And it works for a couple days or a couple weeks maybe, and then you can't keep it up. And so what we do in Program Yourself then is we use your conscious mind to reprogram your subconscious mind so it automatically does the things that keep you at your goal weight. All right. Just to give you an example, like brushing your teeth. That's a subconscious behavior. You don't really, it's primarily automated. You don't have to think about it. You just do it, right? Oh, it's time to go to bed. Oh, let me brush my teeth first. Okay, time to go to bed. You know, I wake up. Okay, time to brush my teeth. You don't even think about it. You just do it. And your eating is the same thing. You make over 200 food decisions a day. They're all automated. And so when you go on a diet, all of a sudden you say, okay, now I'm going to make every decision consciously. And you overwhelm yourself and you can't keep it up. So it seems silly to me, but teach their own, right? Because he says, I know, I'm just so down about myself and need to make lots of changes to feel better. I get that, Kathleen. So so I'm glad I'm catching you now, right? So what I would suggest, um, well, first of all, please go go click the link in my bio and get that hypnosis session because it's, lit- it's, a, it's a kickstart session. It's, it's built for you to get started. And it's the new thin me. And what it does is it helps you clarify what your goal is. Because right now, notice, right? So this is perfect. This will be a good example. For, for you, Kathleen, like you're saying, you feel like shit. You feel like shit about yourself in every way. You don't like how you look. You don't like how you feel. You don't like how you're acting. You don't like how you've become. Okay? And so that's what all your mindset's about, is about what you don't like about yourself. And what you're doing is you're trying to run away from that. But that's not how your brain works. It's very difficult to get motivated by not having something. Right? It's motivating to move towards something. And so what I would suggest is, is in Program Yourself Then, we always take, um, we take weight loss, we wrap it in personal development. Because wanting to lose weight isn't enough. I'm telling you this now. You don't believe me, but <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, how much you think about losing weight, folks? I mean, think about it all day, every day, constantly. How much weight you losing? Maybe that's not a motivating thought, even though you think it is. You got to stop. Like, again, that's illogically it's motivating, but you ain't a logical person. None of us are. 
the sooner you realize that, the quicker you can start to focus on the part of your brain that's actually controlling your weight, which is your subconscious mind. And your subconscious mind is not logical. If it was, you would just eat the stuff that made you lose weight. But you want to lose weight as much as anything, and then you go and want to eat cookies. What? How's that possible? You know? So anyways, we want to take weight loss, rapid and personal development. Instead of making this a process of just losing weight, make this a process of becoming the best version of yourself possible. I want to become the best Kathleen possible. Who is that? You don't know. You never think about that. But you see what I mean? Like you're running away from what you don't like. And that's easy to do because it's right there in your life. You look at the pictures, you look at the scale, you look at the reflection, you look at the clothes. I don't like any of this. So it's easy. It's right there. It's, I don't like that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. It's easy. It is harder to say, who do I want to be? Who's the best Kathleen I can think of? You know? And But when you start making it that way, oh, the best Kathleen, she follows through on things. She gets up in the morning, goes for a walk. She drinks more water. She goes to bed a little bit earlier. She makes healthier choices. She takes action when she says she's going to. Again, I, I don't, I'm just making things up, right? But this, can you feel it? Can you feel the difference already? And the secret is we're orienting ourselves to quick, quick results. Because the weight takes a while. Weight, when you just focus on the weight loss, you're fucked. Because weight loss is inconsistent and unpredictable in the best of situations. I've, I read studies all the time of weight loss studies where they have people in a lab. They're literally controlling every calorie they get. So they lose weight. And you've got a bunch of people, they all lose weight at different rates. You know, so fuck those weight loss calendars. Don't believe them, those calculators. They're not accurate. They're just ballpark ideas. You know what I mean? So if you base your motivation around that scale going down, you're almost guaranteed to lose, you know, because it's always, it's always going to go slower than you expected and want it to go. And so it's just a recipe for feeling discouraged. So what we want to do is we want to make this process about becoming a better version of ourselves where it's not just about the scale going down. It's us saying, holy shit, look at me. I went to bed a little early last night. I woke up. I feel better. I drank some more water. Wow, I feel a little better about myself. Oh, I chose this salad yesterday at lunch. Look at me. That's great. Good job. Good job, Kathleen. Nice job. This is what we're going to do. Nice job. You know what I mean? So it's this inside-out approach to weight loss and ultimately weight mastery. And we take our focus just off the scale only. You know, the scale's part of it, but it's, a, it's just one part of it. And we really focus in on the behaviors because that's how you can feel amazing instantly. You all of a sudden today start again you know i mean i'll just tell you what they are but in programming yourself then what one of the main things we focus on is their lifestyle because the lifestyle there's three pillars of weight mastery i put them in a pyramid shape the mindset's on the bottom it's the most important one then lifestyle and then the eating habits okay and so you can get your mindset straight first then the lifestyle and then the eating that's kind of how it works best and so the lifestyle piece is in order of importance, proper sleep, proper hydration, relaxation, breathing, nourishment, movement, meditation, gratitude. You start getting these things into your life on a regular basis. You go to sleep at night. You're proud of yourself. And it's not about the fucking scale going down. It's about you, what you did. Do you see that this, that distinction is, is everything and people miss it. Cause they're just so upset. Oh, I just want the scale to go down. Well, you got to stop that. I, I want your scale to go down too, but if you just focus on that, you're just, you're done. You're done for. I'll give you, like, so there's a story, right? The, the, the kid walks into the karate studio and asks the master, how long will it take me to get a black belt if I come in every week? And he goes, it'll take you five years. He goes, well, what if I come in twice a week? He goes, it'll take you 10 years. He goes, well, what if I come in every day? He goes, it'll take you 20 years, right? So what, what's that mean? Because the more focus we get on the outcome, the less energy we have to work on the actual process of getting good at whatever it is that's going to achieve the outcome. Does that make sense? And so we got to take our attention, all of our attention off that scale going down and put it into the things that we know are going to lead to the weight loss. I, I hope that makes sense. You know, I know what I'm saying sounds 
a little fortune cookie almost like it's just kind of like what it's a little, little obscure but there's a lot of meaning in there and it's very valuable you know because again i'm getting that back to the mindset piece um that's really in control everything all right um all right, everyone. So, so yeah. So, hey, Kathleen, you especially go go get that hypnosis session, and then once you get it, I will. Um, oh yeah, definitely work on the mindset. But listen, go go get the hypnosis session. That's a good kickstart session. It'll get you fired up. But then once you sign up for it, it takes a couple minutes to send it to you. I bring you to a training called the Three Steps to Master Your Weight. That's the gold. I would definitely watch that if I were you. It's about a half hour, but it'll transform the way you're approaching this whole process. Okay, because I promise you, you're, you're pro- approaching it ass backwards. Like, I promise you, because you're thinking like a dieter. I, I guarantee it. And um, you'll just, you're just going to get the same bullshit results you always get. You got to do something different. And um, again, watch my TikToks, listen to my podcast, and it'll, it'll kind of reveal it. But watch that training, because I just lay it all out for you. And um, it's a different paradigm of weight mastery, right? So right off the bat, it's weight mastery, not weight loss. There's a whole spiel on that, but I'm not getting that. Go watch the training, and I'll, you'll see it. Um, but all right, everyone, thank you so much for listening. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend if you're, you're celebrating. Uh, remember, go get that hypnosis session if you haven't got it yet. Get my world. Uh, you know, my podcast, it's up on all the major pa- podcast platforms. It's Program Yourself Then. I have a YouTube channel, Jim Katsoulis. TikTok's Jim Katsoulis. And uh, yeah, I'll uh, talk to you all soon. Yeah, good luck, Kathleen. I hope, I hope to see you somewhere in, the, in, the, in my world. So all right, everyone, have a super day, and we'll talk soon. Bye.